this our show. And uh, we keep your head up, don't look down on yourself. You versus chocolate if you ever the melt. Long hair, afro, shortcut, it don't matter the style. You don't need no makeup, look better natural. Peace, love, and all that good stuff. I am King Dev Dope. And it's your girl, C. And we got a special guest on the show today. Shannon's not here because he's somewhere in America doing whatever doing it is thing. that he's he doing. He's doing his thing. He's doing his thing, though. Um, But we got Magic Gretzky in the building. What's good? How what y'all up, doing What today? up? Um, So before we normally start um the show, we do the word of the show and the quote of the show. So let me get into that before we get into the interview. All right. So the word of the show is ex-cogitate. Excogitate, which is the study to study intently and carefully in order to grasp or comprehend fully. And then the quote of the show is trust your own judgment, live with it and love it. My Nas. Um, and I picked those two because um, this is a hip hop show. So you got to do those two things in order to be a rapper, in order to be a singer, in order to be anything. Um, so I think that was dope, and you really gotta excogitate, <laughs> like that. Give me every time, like I was. Even, now you sound like me a couple weeks. Yeah, ago. I know. Like I, I was, I was going through it. I was picking it. I was like, dang, do I want to do this? Because I'm gonna embarrass myself on my show. But nah, um, excogitate. But it's a perfect thing because you really gotta study certain things, study life, study lyrics, all these different things. Um, to, to own your craft. To own everything. Definitely. And, and, grasp and fully comprehend whatever it is that you're trying to put out to the universe um and then you know Nas he a, he a great in the in the rap game and you know you got to live by the things that you rap you got to live by the things and you got and you got to love it you got to love what you're doing um and you just got to love everything i know this is off topic like a motherfucker so i ain't going to expound on it but all right so we got off topic segment so we this is when we just go and we talk about something that's not even remotely compared to what we're talking about on the show because ten, we tend to get off topic during the show so mm-hmm. we put this off topic segment in there so we can kind of get all our off topic juices out before we go right into the topic um so this weekend yeah so this weekend was we went to the byob build your own brand retreat shout in out dc to byob oh it was dope bro. oh my god like it was so much black excellence there. I don't even know. Like, I didn't know what to do with myself. It was the <laughs> best place. It was like the best place on earth. It was. Um, so basically, Build Your Own Brand is a is a brand, obviously, that basically helps you network in, in whatever, which whatever, with whatever it is that you want to do. So like, if you building a business, if you a music producer, if you um, got podcasts, writer, or if you do anything, blogger, write in. Anything everything it's just like you they bring all these people together and then you have you have like the chance to network with thousandaires millionaires billionaires if you could find one you know what i'm saying like yeah. and then they give you all the tools that you need to you know grow your brand grow your business uh, grow your follow base being a social media influencer how to hack the social media hacks all those different things and you just get to connect with a whole bunch of dope people like and the best part is they look like you so what was your favorite part about it uh, I would say I would say just seeing a whole bunch of black excellence and all the black women around. Like <laughs> I, I feel like that was my my take from it because you don't often see our people like in a, in a positive light in which you know you're there to build the things that you build in. And time and time again, time and time again, you get those people that's um, building something great. And then and then it was majority women, and you don't see our women doing. I mean, you see our women, but 
the successful ones is being ratchet on TV on yeah, Love and exactly. Hip Hop or something like that. So I hate that. Yeah, so when you went into the actual, like, first first of all, I went in there thinking, like, oh, it's about to be a mix of, you know, white people and black people and just a big mixing pot, melting pot or whatever mm-hmm. they call it. But we walked in you there did? and we was like... I didn't expect white people. No, I did. Because if if I was, I was expecting it because of how they put up the 20K pitch, mm-hmm. it was like you have to be um, minority. So it was like, okay, well, I guess they expecting everybody. So, but the only the minorities can put this pitch together for twenty k for their business. So I was like, okay, well, it's gonna be a whole bunch of people in there. But mm-hmm. we got in there, bro. I'm trying to tell you. Yeah, I thought it was a lot of a head lot on of, the swivel. I didn't a lot of Wakanda. A lot, a lot of a lot Wakanda. Wakanda. <laughs> I didn't have any expectations, but it definitely like blew my mind. It was dope. It was dope to see people coming up to you and say, hey. I heard you have this going on. I got a resource or let's link up. Let, follow me on Instagram. Like I'm going to put you on how to, I'm going to show you how to grow your business to where mine is because somebody showed me mm-hmm. when I was at, like it was, and everybody was black and ev- like, especially the black woman connection. Mm-hmm. Nobody was hating. Nobody was being bougie. Nobody was, it was dope. Yeah. I would love to and be the here. connections is, is lifetime. If y'all ain't explaining, sure. I would have thought it said bring your own bottle, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> bring your own bottle. It was a, it was, I like it. It was a twist on that, though, because it was still a black event in every aspect of the world. So that means the after parties was dope. You know, so everything mm-hmm. was us. It wasn't it hot, like no Hasa Diddy type of shit. Yeah. Right, so right. So it was black all the way through. And it was, and the thing is, they're building on it. So this was the first year, and it was kind of, you know, all over the place. All over the place, yeah. But for what it's worth, you got what you needed to get. Yeah, and then once everything was said and done, you know, it's another one in Atlanta next year. And that's the, that's black Hollywood yeah, right there. So Hollywood. it's going to be even crazier. Yeah, so once those tickets come out, y'all need to go and get your BYOB retreat with tickets. It's going to be, um, Memorial, Memorial Day weekend. weekend next year. ATL, we shut it down. Of course, we already we gonna be in the building. Yeah, we, already <laughs> we already invested. Yeah, it's we, a, it, we going. Are y'all part of history then. Y'all, yeah, the yeah, first that's one, the, the first, first, the very first one. Yeah, yeah. They keep on going, right? Yeah. Um, and it's just you know I just like seeing my people great. It was dope. And, and great. Like, I just like seeing my people in positive lights all the time. I don't watch the news or anything like that because I don't like they always. Um, advertising our people or putting our people out there to be negative mm-hmm. or to be a killer or to be a rapist or whatever it is that they want to paint us as. But when we went there, it was like the world don't matter. All these great people was in there and most mm-hmm. of them is black. Mm-hmm. Like I can count on my finger how many white people was in there. Oh, wow. It was yeah. like that. It was like that. Yeah, wow. it, was, it was people of color. Well, it wasn't it, no yeah, old. they was like the one the, with the blue dress we was talking about. She stuck out. Like as soon as you seen her, he was like, all right, so you you white. All right, here. okay, <laughs> okay. But she she helped put it together, so she's a part of it as well. So she's dope. Right, right. But um, yeah. So shout out to Build Your Own Brand. Uh, y'all already know we was there. We gonna be there next year. We already invested in the general admission ticket. Yeah, the, pre-sale, the exclusive pre-sale, pre-sale uh, for next year. And I got two extras, so we gonna be raffling those off towards you know. Next year. Next year. So I'm going to keep those in the bag you over here. You ever in Atlanta? Oh, yeah. I lived yeah, in Atlanta for three years. Three years? That's good. Atlanta's dope. What part? I lived in um down in Fairburn. Okay. So um the South, South Fulton. Yeah. And then um I lived in Stockbridge. Oh, oh so you all, yeah. South. I was I was over there in Clayton County. And then, well, it was on the border of Clayton and Henry County. Mm-hmm. And then um I lived in South Fulton. But I've been all around Atlanta. Atlanta. So I know, I like I was telling them, I'm like, Listen, I already know it's it's either they're gonna be in Buckhead 
in mm-hmm. one of those big hotels yep. or the only hotel other hotel i can think that they will be in is the hilton downtown downtown yeah where they do the, all they Everything. do is ballet down, yeah yeah and, and they got the sky that sky thing up in up in the um top of the hotel but other than that it's it's, it's gonna be dope it's gonna be lit it's gonna be lit it's gonna be yeah atlanta's a nice spot and then we can go back to the strip clubs strip to clubs strip for clubs? sure <laughs> absolutely in atlanta. magic city we, we out here. Magic Even though City, Magic City. Yeah, it'd be mad. Last time I went there, I seen uh, Kevin Hart and um, Marlon Wayans. They was in there just throwing, just throwing money. But if, throwing if, money. You, if you're going to do a retreat like this anywhere, Atlanta's definitely the spot. That's like that's like Black Wall Street. Everybody trying to. I just to, said that. Yeah. Everybody black, trying to Black get. Hollywood, black everything. Yeah, like yeah. That's the, the epicenter the of black people. That's why it's too many there, people there. Y'all too need many, to get about. Way about. too yeah. many people there. That's why I had to leave. Like, yo, y'all oversaturated. Like, like the New York City for the there. South type shit. I was just there um, Saturday through Sunday. This weekend. Last Work. weekend. Yeah, I was Work. there. Yeah. It was nice. Yeah, it was hot. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> It's about that time. It's about, yeah. Get hot. hot. The pollen crazy. My allergies has been crazy. Oh, no. The pollen down uh, there is a whole different. It's a whole, whole different. It's like a, a, your whole a whole car person is yellow. just walking around. Yeah. Your whole car is yellow when you come out of work. It's a hurricane of pollen. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, it's, I haven't, I haven't <laughs> been there the, in, in June. In June? Oh, yeah. That's crazy. Okay. Like, the pollen. You know the cops be on the highway out the door looking. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. Facts. Like, <laughs> they be out the door with the gun. Ready. <laughs> like, how fast you going? <laughs> That's why you don't be in the flash lane. You be in the slow lane. Slow, yeah, be in the and slow you just kind of just hover. So is that slow. why you drive like that, Devin? You traumatized? Nah, I just I well when I'm on the road, I just I've put um the car on cruise control. Cruise I control. just let it I just let, let it go. go. Yeah. Because I've but the thing is I've had the car on cruise cruise control on at, at on Georgia highways and I still got a ticket. And I was like, Bruh, my car was on cruise control. I wasn't going <laughs> that fast. He was like, Well, it probably happened when you was going past the truck. Yeah, I was speeding a little bit, but <laughs> so it was a crew. So you were speeding because what happened was I was in the slow lane, mm-hmm, but I got mm-hmm, in the pass lane mm-hmm. to pass the eighteen wheeler, and they oh, like that's I the said, same they way I got well, Which one is the slow lane? The the, the right very lane. very last one, or because this is like well, this this was on lane. this was on um seventy five south. So it was oh, okay, only, yeah, it's only it was four, only, five, four or five. It was, it's two lanes, two, two or three south. Lanes. Yeah, going down to Florida. This is this was like oh you can talk about okay, yeah okay, I mean okay, like okay. this is way okay, down yeah 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 and um you know they they still do it in those little small towns they he was sitting up on the on the um, on the, thing, on the hill on the exit part. and they just, and they, just sit they got the laser and they sit there and they catch they they pray and they get up <laughs> and you see the car coming it's like oh I hope they didn't come for me and I literally <laughs> got over and he got right behind me I was like ah they traumatized you because again even with the unmarks oh, I've yeah. I've seen an unmarked um, um, minivan, soccer mini Chrysler van. It's not that deep, and it's unmarked, and they got behind. They, yeah. they bought their paper. The thing though. is, <laughs> <laughs> they like fuck it. We get y'all by any means necessary. And what happened is, um, the Chrysler got in. He was it was in the HOV lane, so it's the lane that you, mm-hmm. it's either it's the fast lane, like the it's basically like the for three people, the like super a fast pool, lane, the pool. Yeah, but it's, you got to have at least two people in there unless you're on a motorcycle. And I guess the cop, the undercover cop, or whoever was in that undercover car, it was only one person in the car. So the state trooper got behind him and turned on his lights. And then the the um, Chrysler person, they he flashed the lights in the. In the I was like, oh, that's an undercover. <laughs> like they really that be going wild. pickup trucks, hell. vans, 
cars, babies, chargers, everything, anything. He said babies. Yeah. <laughs> car seats. They do it. You, you don't know until. Well, I haven't had a bad. I have. I didn't have a bad experience. Listen, but I went there to party, so I wasn't speeding down. But, I, but it did take long to get places. Yeah, it take long, but. Um, that was the off topic. It went a little, you know, you got warmed up. You got into the, <laughs> the, into the flow of the conversation. But tell us about who is Magic Gretzky. Who is Magic yes. Gretzky? Uh, I'm an artist. Uh, I try to do a lot of things in the community. Me and my cousin started, uh, uh, we trying to start a nonprofit organization called uh, The Linden Hands. We started it like two years ago. Mm-hmm. Basically all we did, well, he was in, he's living in L.A. And so he, um. He was with a program called City Year. And so what they do is basically go around L.A. I don't know if you've ever been to L.A. Nah, it's, I want to um, get out there, though. Yeah, it's a very dirty place. A lot of mm-hmm. homeless people. Like, downtown is ridiculous. Like, every corner is a homeless person. Then they got, like, Tent City. That's nothing but, like, tents of homeless people. Mm-hmm. So L.A. is where Skid Row is, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. So basically, all he did was build gardens and help feed the homeless and all types of stuff like okay. that. So he came back, put that in my head. And so I took that and got my group of friends and we just walked around did clean sweets. We did uh we go downtown and feed the homeless. Uh anything basically we could to help the community handing out clothes, not going to like uh Goodwill and giving no we mm-hmm. in the streets, talking amongst the homeless people because not even homeless, it's just less unfortunate. Like mm-hmm. they you don't know their story. You don't know anything of that, like that nature. So you really can't call them homeless or bums. I hate the word bum. That's like, mm-hmm. I hate that. But that's basically what we've been doing. That's basically what I am at the grass game. Uh okay. Artists, I've been um, rapping since like six, five, seven years old. Uh, I was pretty shy coming out because uh, my, my older brothers, I started because of my older brothers, but Seeing them doing it, and then he just quit. So I'm like, damn, like, what, do, what I'm supposed to do? Like, right. I kept up with it. I met up, what, middle school? I seen someone. The name was Trees. He was rapping. I'm like, oh, this kid got talent, whatever. His friends are uh, gang-related. So not knowing, but I'm taking them out the streets, and I'm putting them in my house, and we just recording every day. So that's all we did for about four years. And I never put out music for myself. I would just put out music. Of their music and i'll be like feature on it something here and there here and there other than that it was them i'll tell them when what to do like i was basically kind of managing them a little bit but not too much because i was part of what they were doing as well right uh so you was on your diddy shit the kind of <laughs> i've been so many okay. people call me that i don't know why but <laughs> but um this is like before rochester music actually got popping popping so mm-hmm. it was like back then it was game related music so they was going back and forth um two groups popular groups um i went to college so basically they don't have anywhere to go make music at i come back i'm a little busy now uh one of the members it it was called triple threat the group one of the members uh passed away from the boys and girls shooting Mm um oh yeah, he was one of them. Was one of the members, um, and then that's basically that's it. Just broke out, and then everybody went their separate ways. A lot of people went to jail. That's what else that messed up our uh, chemistry, or whatever. And so after that, I came back home. What 2015? I started putting out my own music, and that, that, from there, that's it. 
so Magic Gretzky is is almost like a it's almost like a hybrid personality. So it's like it's a he's an artist, but he's also a community, you know, like I want to say activist, but mm-hmm. activist. Like he he's cares engaged. about his people. Mm-hmm. He's engaged in his community. He wants to do more for his community. And music is the way to talk to his community in a, mm-hmm. in a way. In a, in sense. a way, yeah. About yeah. the same. Because I'm not afraid to go and talk to someone that's less less fortunate. Right, I, right, right. Yeah, that's not a problem at all. I like that because I, I actually like the, um, I was reading the, the, the intro or little bio that you said, mm-hmm. which you said way more than what I was talking about. I was thinking <laughs> like, you know, you just said like, you know, your name and, and the things <laughs> yeah, that you did yeah. a little bit, but you said the whole list. Like, I was like, oh, okay. Two <laughs> paragraphs. But um, uh, going back to that story with the tr- with triple threat, I thought that was interesting because most people don't take people under their wings mm-hmm. and actually take them away from, especially gang affiliated, mm-hmm. um, you know, the gang affiliated youth. It's they don't take them away. That. You don't take them away from their gang affiliation. They yeah. kind of like, oh, you gang affiliated? Yeah, I can't really. I didn't even know what I was doing until like I should start thinking about like, yo, I'm taking them out the streets. They could have been fighting at this time, but look where they at right now. Like they was getting calls like, yo, blah, blah, blah. Like, nah, I'm in the studio, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, damn, I ain't even know. I'm not even looking at it as I'm taking them out the streets and I'm only like two, three, four years older than them. And they just looking up to me like, oh, you doing this and that. It's free. I'm just come, I'm coming here. I like doing music. I'm coming here to do this. I don't what I'm gonna fight what I'm fighting for. Right. What I'm doing all this nonsense for. So I'm like, if I can continue to do that and something may happen, who knows? Cause like if you go on our my YouTube page is where all that music is, we was getting like thirty three thousand views. Word. And yeah. This is natural because I don't mm-hmm. I don't like paying and right, I right, wouldn't right. dare do that. That's Everything has to be natural and organic. So, mm-hmm. getting that just off of audio, not even a video, we have something. We got some type of buzz that we can take on further. But things happen, gel, a lot of other things. So, so did you ever have like a, a vision for triple triple threat in the sense that all right, we doing this music, but this is where I want to take us? Because you said it wasn't really a management thing, but mm-hmm. it kind of was. So did you going into that because you obviously you've been doing music and um from what I read and even um the interviews that I watch your past interviews you've always been kind of shy mm-hmm. to actually let your music out and let you know you you know kind of re- completely release you was mm-hmm. always behind somebody or behind this group so did you ever go into a, a a place where you was like all right well I see this and I'm featuring on some songs so now let's see where we can go completely even when even if I'm, you know, away from at school or whatever the case, this mm-hmm. is where this is what I want to do. Even if I'm away from school, you, you see what I'm saying? It was tough because um, when I went to college, my focus was college. So I, I brought my studio stuff. I was making music here and there, but I wasn't too focused on music at all. I was basically college, get this done, and then when I come back, we can mm-hmm. we can keep the the ball rolling, but. And then I look at them like um, it was hard because I used to tell them like we can't always talk about Rochester because right. it's so local. We can't talk about local stuff. We have to mm-hmm. talk about some stuff that someone could relate to. Yeah, somebody could relate to gang related stuff, but you just saying your little slangs or whatever or like the street names and stuff like that. Not too many people going to hop on into exactly what you're talking about besides what our city and this is after Chief Keith. So Chief Keith came out and then they started really getting into 
that type of drill music and stuff like that and we lost our like our pole our, our poise of what kind of music we was making and so it was kind of so tough they, so they wasn't taking the the criticism. yeah they was they wasn't receiving they was trying to follow the trend okay so every uh, new you. trend was coming out you. they were trying to follow it they instead switching. of yeah because we was instead of owning a, a sound exactly we was making get this beat right bars that's bars 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 then the drill music came now is entertain 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 right so right. it was a different type of ball game i, feel I can't you. I really feel do you. much about it um speaking on you know just writing bars and everything um listening to your music mm-hmm. well it, it, anytime i listen to any music i try to um match the flow or you know rhyme schemes or whatever mm-hmm. to music that i've listened to in the past so if you sound like three stacks i'm gonna say yo you sound like three stacks mm-hmm. or if you sound like um Kanye and I'm gonna say you sound like Kanye but with you I couldn't really t- I couldn't really gauge a, a specific rhyme scheme perfect or I couldn't <laughs> gauge a specific sound it was just this was your like this is authentically your music mm-hmm. and I mean again um listening to I think the Wayo interview mm-hmm. you said that they asked you the question like you know who did you look up to mm-hmm. and you was like well I ain't even really listen to rap mm-hmm. and I was like you ain't listen to rap <laughs> so you know how how you even get to the point where you can sit down and write you know write a uh, acapella or you know write a, mm-hmm. a freestyle or whatever when you haven't really listened to different people freestyle you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and then you said and then you made it worse and you was like uh yeah I listen to you know Luther Vandross and all <laughs> them I'm like you listen to singers <laughs> so, which made so, you rap so do you feel like you don't have to listen to rap or you don't have to have no. a rap idol in order for you to become a rapper or become talented in that particular craft. Yeah, uh, yeah. Talk, just expound on that because that's interesting. Like that's really interesting. Thing I don't write at all. So everything I do is. Oh, you on your J wave? Yeah, okay, that's, oh, that's right. how I was learned. So, all right, well, that's how I was told. Like when I was younger, and I used to see my brothers rap. They used to be like, "Yeah, uh, this is around the time people found out Hove don't write." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like, "Yeah, Hove don't write. Hove don't write." So one of my brothers wrote, the other one didn't write. So that one I looked up to, like, oh, maybe I'm not so supposed to write. Right, so, right, right. I never wrote. Any lyrics, not phone, notebook, nothing. So even in your videos, you just freestyling. The video, like, what's like, what's, what you mean by the videos, like, the, like your uh, music videos? Uh, no, that's just well, that's different. That's, that's yeah, after that's after the song. I made okay. the song, yeah. So that's how all, all I knew was not to write. Some people right. like, you know, some people like, yeah, you should write, you should blah blah blah. Oh, what you thought about when you wrote this? Like, it's not. It's just how I felt and. I put it together like that. So take us through that process. How does that so, work? So um, I find a beat and whatever I'm thinking about at that time or that feel, like you always get a vibe. Like right now, this is a vibe. That's mm-hmm. a fact. So a beat, you get a vibe. Even if it's not, uh, it's just the instrumental, you get a vibe. So I get that vibe and that's what I talk about. Or if, if I'm going through something and that's what I'm going through and that's the vibe I'm getting, mm-hmm. that's exactly what I'm going to talk about. So do you feel like that takes you a while longer to come up with a a song? No, because uh, usually I'll go in with several ideas or several okay. topics. Or So you do have a strategy. You just don't it's, write it's, down. It's, it's unorthodox because okay. sometimes I don't want to go in. I just listen to beats and boom, I got a song. Okay. Yeah, it's, so. it's almost like I, I, I kind of. Um, associate that with free writers mm-hmm. so people that can't really write out an outline like mm-hmm. I'm a free writer when I write my essay so 
Yeah. I just get I got what I want to write and I just start putting it on paper. Mm-hmm. I put out I, I don't organize it. I don't pre-write it. I don't pre-plan yeah. it. I just whatever is coming through my mind and I go. So then when I read back through it, it's like no, I want to say it this way. So I go and I write it that way. So mm-hmm. I would assume this process is the same way. So you hear the beat and you go, okay. you go, you go through you it and it'd be like, all right, me. listen, throw it back to me. All right, no, no. All right, start right there. I'm gonna say something different. So I'm gonna record over it. Type mm-hmm. thing, right? And that that that's another thing. I record by myself. I don't want nobody there. Oh. So, so I push the record button. I don't. Oh, well, you did say you yeah. used to engineer. I do everything by myself. I don't want nobody there because I play too much. That's some so. Kanye shit. <laughs> I play way too. <laughs> that much. is some Kanye shit. I don't want nobody in my fucking studio. I said fuck everybody. No, he tell himself, "Yo, play that back, bro." Right. All right. right. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, that's what I be doing. I be talking to myself because I be messing up. So I'm like, mm-hmm. damn. Like I be, I be going, I be just in that zone. So, so you got Diddy, you got Kanye. We get and we yeah, get in the sound together, so that now when we revisit okay. it, it's gonna make sense. See, yeah, so this he, is why you come to introspective insights. Yeah, yeah. You gonna leave here with an identity? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what we do. This is what we. Okay. Uh, okay. So, so I, I want to know. Let's stay on that real quick. So, so, let's go into. So, if you go to like Atlanta or mm-hmm. you go to New York or LA, you go to somebody's studio like mm-hmm. that actually have an engineer. Uh-huh, and sound. Yeah. How do you go through that process? Like, cause you so used to doing it by yourself. So how do you go into somebody's studio and be like, yo, I want to put down this track or I want to work with this person. Or, I want to work with that person. Uh, I come prepared. So I want the beat first. Give me the beat first and let me get the, the verse down, whatever. And then I go to the studio. I'm not going to the studio and must have write a song or not write, but make a song right then and there. I'm wasting time because studio is time. Time is money. Right, right. So right. I'm sitting there. If I'm sitting there, trying to think of a song and i can't think of something i just waste all this money because i didn't i didn't do nothing i just sat there and made a thought process even though that is good sometimes you go in the studio and you don't make a, a song at all you just go and you just listen to the beat that's it but or beats numerous of beats right 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 but now nah, I'm, I'm coming prepared so you send me the beat boom 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 and then whoever need to whoever want to be featured on it or whoever i'm featuring on it i send it to them or we sitting there or i talk I make the song, I make my verse, I play it to you, like we sitting here now, and we conversate over it. So even if I have to go back and make and change or something, then I'll go back and change it and send it, send it to you, or we go in the studio together, and that's how we do it. So would you be opposed to working with a different engineer? So like a, not a professional, like a celebrity engineer? Um, He's not really, I worked in LA before. Uh, He's not really a celebrity, whatever, but he was once Roscoe Dash tour manager. Right. So right. he his studio is like Nipsey Hussle on one side, Sean Garrett on the other side. Uh-huh. He works with Chris Brown. His best friend is part of the OHB okay. group. Okay. So he works with those type of people. And then I go in. He's from actually he's from Rochester. Where? Yeah, he's from Rochester. His name Blaine Ronnie. You can look him up on Google or YouTube or Instagram, whatever. Hmm. And he's crazy with producing and engineering. Like he's nice. So I go in there and we just we have a conversation first. Make that make me feel comfortable. So right, right, right. talking about music, talking about all types of stuff. And that that's mostly how I get my songs by conversations. And then that makes me comfortable as well. Cause no, I'm I don't like if you just sitting there staring at me, then what I'm supposed to do? Mm-hmm. Or are you just saying, All right, come on. You ready? All right, is we ready? All right, ready. Put the headphones on. Blah blah blah. Like that. I ain't 
You just so you, you just there for the money, basically. Your process. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. You need that vibe to to get in that booth, get on the booth, and just kind of release. Yeah. Who if I'm working so, with a different engineer. So why, when you're here in Rochester, do you record on your own because you feel? Yeah, I record on my own. Is it does it? It makes you feel more comfortable, or do you more feel like people won't see your vision? Or more comfortable. Um, like I said, I don't write, so I need just let me be in my zone. Whatever I come up with. That's what I come up with, and that's how that happens. And then okay. I send it off and get it mixed because I don't engineer no more. That's too much time. Mm-hmm. Let somebody else do that. I don't got the time. Let me just keep making the music, and then somebody else can go engineer it or mix it, master it. Because that's what they that's what they there for. So yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no point in me doing that no more. It's interesting because you're really your own like person. Like when it comes to just like I said when I was listening to your music, it was like I can't align your flow your rhyme scheme or anything That's with perfect. another artist so now <laughs> i can't even line how you record and how you come mm-hmm. up with your ideas with another artist because you've literally you can transform it and yeah yeah he, he done took yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> right 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 and Kanye. do you think for I'm right feeling? now for right now <laughs> i'm thinking freely <laughs> i'm a free thinker i'm a free writer um no, that's that's what's up though because that brings another that, that brings another aspect to your music mm-hmm. now i i know like i do this this is mine and i know it's mine and i i'm able to create without having people say like nah bro that's that's whack or nah bro you should tweak this cuz mm-hmm. that's what happens in the studio and that's a lot got a and whole bunch of people in there a lot of people that say that's whack it be a hit just like uh the black youngster song um that booty yeah it, he said somebody in that studio said nah that's not it that's whack yeah, said, all right, yeah, yeah. watch this. Put it out and w- look what it was. Right, right. So and it, and it's only. I mean, it's it's gonna go as far as the artist push it. So exactly. The, the, the amount of work that the artist put into it is that's how big it's gonna turn out with to any, be. With any craft, with anything any, in yeah, life. Exactly. You can't let nobody put their fear into mm-hmm. what you create at all. That's or the input. You know, first of all, all advice is not good advice, mm-mm. and sometimes people can't see. People cannot see past their own experience. Exactly. So you might be pushing something they're not even ready to engage in. <laughs> right. So it's like you don't, you know, you don't know. So just sit back and relax, and you'll get to this point at some, at some I, point. But right we, now, you're just not there. If we but both I feel like it's whack, then I'm like, okay, maybe it mm-hmm. is. If I got my doubts on it, okay, yeah, it is sit whack. On then. It. Yeah, sit on just it. Sit, yeah. sit on it. Let it play I'll a few just times. I redo it. I redo it over. And That's then it. just yeah, I, I I feel you on that one. Um. What's the inspiration behind your music? So I know you do. Again, we we said uh, Magic Gretzky is a it's a multi personality mm-hmm. personality. I said that twice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So and and he is and he got his hands in a whole bunch of different things. Mm-hmm. But what's the inspiration behind the music? Because that's an important question in the sense that that is what shapes your projects. Mm-hmm. Um. Which we need to talk about your new project and also how do you um. Now that we know that you do everything by yourself, <laughs> how do you get yourself in a mindset to plan out the projects? Because me personally, I, I'm I'm not a rapper, so don't think I'm about to tell you <laughs> to plan out my projects. I like concept albums, so mm-hmm. I like albums that have a meaning, and I'm you taking me almost like through a storyline. So mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. So by the like, way, um, don't kill me, world, because I like Kanye's album, and it's just a concept that's getting me. Um, concept is, is I haven't listened everything. to it yet. Like I I yeah, going I to work, yeah. And I was like, it's June first. I was like, I feel like Kanye album dropped today, mm-hmm. and then I was looking on Apple Music and it wasn't there. I was like, dang. Yeah, I've been on Twitter all night, so I've been. That's all I've been seeing is Kanye. I heard party. it drop. It dropped somewhere at, at midnight. Wyoming. Yeah, and so, then it did this little app Wyoming. wave. Yeah, he was in Wyoming with a. 
party. Y'all be on Twitter? This no. Dude. The whole I, like I realized part- when I got off work and it was on my feet and I was like, damn, Kanye's album. I meant to listen to yeah, it. Yeah, they've been with. partying since like eleven. Like the game was on and they had got videos and all this dancing and Why stuff. Why he in Wyoming? That's where he recorded it. He recorded that whole album there. Is that he in the middle of nowhere? Yes. Yes. It's in like Wyoming. they got two it's like two chains. He and he there. Uh Tiana well, Taylor, like, yeah, that's Pusha. good music. That's good music. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. all good yeah, music right yeah. there. Pusha out. Shout Chris out to Rock. Pusha. We listened to you on our way to DC and on our <laughs> way back. We fucking with it. Yeah, out there. Yeah, that that album was fire. Um, it is. So going back to the inspiration. Um, before we touch on how you kind of dissect the process of creating a a new project, what's the inspiration behind your music? Because that is that's your why and if you don't know your why then mm-hmm. your music is gonna go from left to right up and down mm-hmm. it's not gonna stay its course so what's your inspiration behind your music uh, i want to be a music mogul um one my dad <clears throat> he's from florida he's from orlando so uh his, he only had one job and that's when he was like 20 21 the rest of his life he just been self-made a music mogul you don't really have a boss you just doing what you feel what you want to do and Diddy Kanye, Kanye yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> it's going together. But I want to be a music mogul for the simple fact that I want to build schools for the city. I have a friend okay. that want to be a a president, and he works for David. I don't know if anybody know David Grant. He's nah, politician for Rochester. He don't need to work okay. for him. <laughs> but Trump. he's like in New York State. He's in Albany. He works there, so he get a lot of things or whatever. So uh, I learn a lot from him. Mm-hmm. And then I go off and I look in the news. I see what the mayor does. I see what the superintendent does. Mm-hmm. I look at the budget sometimes. Then I just drive around and look. Sometimes I just drive around, listen to music, and look around and see what the city needs. Then I go back and listen to my mother about the 70s and the 60s in Rochester or my father in Rochester, how downtown used to be. Numerous of people walking around. That's a fact. Midtown, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, all these stores and stuff. We used to and go then, downtown as kids. It was it's vague in our memory. Yeah, but it's we, it's yeah. gone. And I remember then I, going to Midtown. I used to I usually ride bikes, get my exercise, and I ride. Me too. Shout out to the bike club. Right. <laughs> <Shout out. laughs> I ride. Bikes. Yeah, I ride. The, I ride on them trails. The, the trails. Yeah, yeah. The trails. Yeah. I'll go downtown or I'll I ride around yeah. the Sea Park Boulevard, stuff like that. And I just look around like. And then I've been numerous places, a lot of major cities. So I'm like, why Rochester can't be a major mm-hmm. city? Mm-hmm. So even I even looked up the square feet of Rochester and looked at different major cities. It's not too far off. It's kind of, we all know Rochester's small. But I look at that and I'm like, okay, I want to build a school. And not this, uh, just a regular school or a charter school. A school where they can get a trade. Because not a lot of, there's no schools where you can get a trade where uh mechanics there's no mm-hmm. mechanics no more. right uh i got a friend that do hvac nobody the teach HVAC. that yeah. yeah nobody teach that they at make home. a lot of money and too. they make a lot of money i keep uh, telling i tell my electrician, students that electrician. there's no trades that, are they making it yeah they making it and you're going to need those things it. in life period mm-hmm. like you're going to have to keep going to pay somebody to get your air, your uh, air conditioner fixed right why when you can be do it in, yourself exactly and you can learn that in high school mm-hmm. or something like that. So I want to build that. I go on, what's that, East Ridge Road? That mall. I always told my oh, yeah. friends oh, I want to yeah. buy oh, yeah. that mall. Yeah. 
always told my friends that always told Absolutely. them I'm gonna put Chick Fil A in there. I always even before they even thought about that. I want to mm. put Wingstop in there. I want to put this and that that Man, nobody make that else Black got. Wall Street. That okay. could be that could really be Black Wall Street. <laughs> another level. Yeah, exactly. It's supposed to be, but the dude who bought it. He just letting it sit. I seen he, he it well, it's it's taxes. The money tax. is owed. Some, some Japanese yeah, tax. people owe the taxes. So mm-hmm. whoever he bought it from, they did some shady shit. And yeah. some taxes being held and they not paying it. And so it's a lot of damage in it as well. Water. Oh yeah, damage water and damage like and then the people going in in it and doing all that extra stuff that they was mm-hmm. doing. Exactly. I always said I want to buy that. Then I look. Then I um. What else I want to do? I wanted to build something for people our age. So I always said, I'm going to build a roller skating ring that's downtown or somewhere. Yeah. A dark roller skating ring where there mm-hmm. is drinks and uh-huh. good music and stuff like that. Well, that'd be dangerous. Yeah, that's dope. Get drunk and get on the <laughs> and, and roller skating Yeah. <laughs> Damn, that's hey, skate at your own risk. Exactly. Yeah. Bowling alleys. There's not too many. Mm-hmm. There's the bowling alley I used They're to be on Scottsville Road. That mm-hmm. was real popular. Olympic. That's what it's called. Yeah. They tore yeah. that down. Now we don't have. They just shut down Terrence Garden. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now we don't got nothing no more. So I always look at the outskirts. Exactly, yeah. everything is going to the outskirts. Yeah, so I always look at that and I'm like, I want to bring all that and bring it into and the bring city. Bring it back to the city. See, what they is doing is putting jobs, or no, they putting houses mm-hmm. for people that me or you won't be able to afford. No, that's a fact. Yeah. And they pushing us out. Yeah. to live in Henrietta. That's why yeah. when people say ain't no, there's no money here. I tell people, no, there is money they, here. It's a lot of They money just here. not bringing it to the city. Exactly. But if you get out here and you pay attention to what you, you'll find out that there's money why, out here. How, why is the Arab surviving? Exactly. Why the Chinese people that y'all buy your hair from, which I still don't understand, <laughs> um, why they surviving? Exactly. In the city, making money. And it's right there in your face, five mm-hmm. o'clock traffic. Where are they going? Yeah. They leaving from the city. That's yeah. where their jobs are. And going home. And going back home. Going home. You go talk to someone in Greece, they don't know nothing about Henrietta. Nope. They just know about Greece, and that's mm-hmm. it. And that's mm-hmm. sad. That's real sad. I mean, they scared to come to the city. I mean, mm-hmm. even um, because I work in the I work in the schools, so even the teachers that come in, they coming in from Livonia from La- and, yeah. and places that's not even relatively exactly. close to Rochester. Yeah. But they so what, how could and... they how could they bring something of value to our youth when they don't even live in the in have a, no in connection a, right exactly they have no, no connection to our they don't care at all they're no. not gonna care what I, what, I, what I care for I'm just getting they, teachers used to tell me. I'm just here for a paycheck. Yep. They dead. They dead as you tell me that shit all the time. And growing up now, and then working back in the school, it's like this is how they used to. Right. You and you not me. even thinking what they telling you. You just yeah. Oh whatever. You just yeah. But they mean. But now that, that you sitting there and think about what they telling you and the stuff that's going on, like the lead in in the water. Right. Mm-hmm. How long that been there? That's that's sad. Like lead in the water. Yeah, that's something. that's yeah, super that's, sad. Yeah. That's no, for real. And it's been there shit. for a minute. And like, right. And I'm drinking the water at Edison. Just mm-hmm. and it was good. Like it was so cold. I used to go downstairs to the by mm-hmm. the gym. You know, because everybody <laughs> yeah, knew yeah. everybody where knew that where the coldest water fountain was. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I'm going there right before class. Right. And that was like the other side of the building. My right. class all the way upstairs. I used to Facts. go there. Be late thinking, to class, fuck it. Right. I'm thinking, do I got lead? Like, right, yeah. right. like <laughs> then um also um being I used to go to pre-K at four school. So me and my other brother, we got, we had, used to have speech problems. So we would say words wrong, whatever. Right. I don't know if y'all know this, but once you get into a special ed program, the city get paid that way. Absolutely. Yeah, I knew that. So by the third, by the first, second grade, I can talk. I was reading at the age of three. So I was talking 
whatever. They kept me in special ed until 10th grade, the end of 10th grade. And I used to tell my mom all the time, they still put me out the class. They pulling me out the class. They pulling me out the class for speech. And I used to sit there like, yo, why am I here playing Uno? Which y'all, what? And they I knew the other kids. Yeah. Uno. <laughs> and I knew <laughs> the other kids up. was uh, like, I can tell they had, they needed needs and stuff. Right, like right, that. right. IEPs, that's what they call it. Yeah, the IEPs, mm-hmm. yeah. So my mom used to tell me, yeah, they just doing that to get money off you. They just doing that. But she would never do nothing about it because she does daycare and she works all day. By the mm-hmm. time she's done, school is, everything is closed. Mm-hmm. So I used to tell her and tell her and tell her. So then I went to a charter school, a Turkish school, uh, rats. They uh, just opened up. It was like their first year. And I used to get like embarrassed. Like, yo, y'all keep pulling me out of my class. Like, yo, I'm not slow. I would joke around all day, whatever. But, yo, y'all tripping. Right, they used right. to give me tests and everything. I would just write anything down. So now they like, oh, he's mentally challenged, blah, blah, blah. Soon they took me off it. I was on honor roll. No, this and that. But that's how they get paid. Mm-hmm. So a lot of kids. And that's why they push in, that ADHD yeah, shit 88. so hard. Yep. So a lot of kids is in special ed and don't even need it. They just, that's how they make absolutely. money. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I feel bad. But we all knew them people in special ed where we was like, why they in there? Why they, yeah, why they in there? Or why they pulling, why they pulling out the class or whatever. So they used to do that. And I'd be looking at the other kids like, I can see it. But then this guy here, I just know he just he acting normal. up. He just acting up in mm-hmm. class. He's just a mm-hmm. class clown. And it's a lot of kids like that now. Like, it's even worse than what it is when I was. Absolutely. Yeah. And I work in the school, so I can vouch for that. Right. It's, it's a whole bunch. And then they, they put so much emphasis. Like, I tell my kids, all my kids that I see, don't use meds as an excuse mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you didn't, like, I have a first grader and his dad told him, like, I'm not going to give you meds to see if you can handle it by yourself. Mm-hmm. You tell any kid that they're going to try to act a fool because they off exactly. their meds mm-hmm. and then that can be an excuse. Excuse, yeah. But he had a good day on that day and then. The next <laughs> day, day. <laughs> when he was medicated, he was having a crazy day. I'm like, yo, how did that even work? Like, you need to stop. That tells you, right, exactly. That tells that shows you, like, okay, when these meds is not doing what it's supposed to do because when they off the meds, they act a lot more civil mm-hmm. than they do when they on the meds. Yeah, the when meds my is, kids take their meds, they act a fool. And they be like, well, I got to sit down and let my meds kick in. I'm like, I thought the meds was supposed that. to make you not. It supposed to make this you way. Sleep. like some of them make you sleepy. Like. No, that's I'm, some of them I'm, kids be knocked out. Yeah, I'm scared. Of, <laughs> a lot of I can't. Them. I can't do the prescription. Yeah, they, I can't do the prescription drugs. We had an incident with prescription drugs <laughs> shout, in Washington. Shout out to Dev. <laughs> What's up, Dev? Shout out to Dev. Yo, yeah, we had a. She was like, don't, I got this one, and I got this one, and I got that. One. And her ass was <laughs> like, and the crazy was part like, is, they've all been prescribed to me. I'm like, <laughs> and they mad at a bitch for. They don't want you to smoke no weed, but you got <laughs> this prescribed and that prescribed and this. That's crazy. What are the side effects on these things? Like, I'm like, this is not, no, this is not a good thing. That's wild. But and that's killing people for marijuana, people going to jail for 30 and 40 and 50 years. And a lot of the parents, they don't know. They just going off with the doctor saying, your doctor's not mm-hmm. always right. Like, mm-hmm. they would just make anything a Like, I went to the doctors. Yeah, I don't believe I was it. feeling something in my head. He said, yeah, that's just your allergies. Like, nigga. You only know that because I said my allergies been going mm-hmm. crazy. That's like, a fact. And he had me touch my nose and all that. The bill was like three fifty. He had touch my nose, mm-hmm. touch your hand. All right, you're good. I switched a doctor real quick. Like, soon as I get the vibe. Oh no. Uh, <laughs> oh no. Mind. Well, I tell my mom. My mom just switched her doctor, and mm-hmm. the, and her new doctor, which is black, she told she said something completely opposite of what her white doc, old doctor said mm-hmm. in in terms of her um high blood pressure, I think it was, or cholesterol, whatever it is, um. 
And I kept on telling her, I'm like, my, it's only a certain, like, depending on the doctor and mm-hmm. their morals, it's only so much they're going to tell you before they say, go get that prescription. Because mm-hmm. they get paid they off of that work. prescription. prescription yeah. Yeah. So if they not, they're not going to tell you, all right, this holistic health, you're going to get some beans and you get mm-hmm. some this and you mm-hmm. get some that, you get this type of bread and you stop eating that and then it's going to naturally lower. Nah, they're going to be like, yo, go get those prescriptions. I'm going to send them to exactly. your pharmacy. And that's that without even actually giving you the long longevity, the long... um. The, the the practices cure. that will prolong exactly. you know and prolong your life and then basically lower the risk improve of having your health. it's not to you know improve it's to keep you where you at and don't get any worse absolutely and but what people don't know that back into that is the doctors doctors get pitched this shit mm-hmm. like there's actual pharmaceutical reps that will come out to a doctor and say can i give you X amount of prescriptions for this amount of money. I need you to push this drug for anybody that comes in here and says that they have high blood pressure. Yeah, like give crazy. them this and I'm going to pay you more than he going to pay. Like that shit is wild. That's crazy. But, they, they're crooks. Just like cops. they crooks. They do anything. Hell yeah. That shit made in a lab. Like how is that different from any of these crazy shit? Most of these things on the streets like the meth and the, um, what's, what are they lacing the weed with these days? Oh, it was just, I don't know. It was just a, something going around about um, fentanyl. Oh, okay. Like, okay. if people don't know, most of these drugs that we are on is like artificial mimics of those drugs mm-hmm. at lower doses. Mm-hmm. When you go in the hospital and you get morphine, or when you get in an epidural, or when you fuck that shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't mess with the medicine at all. Nah, I'll, I I'll have a headache. Give me some water. I'm good. Give me some water. Turn some off all gin- the You can always drink some ginger. Get you two, some berries. About 20 minutes and I'm good. I don't I'm not. know. Smell some lavender. Like, you'll that, get through it. Yeah, them headaches is just overactive. Cold sore, give me some fruit and I'm good. I'm right, not. right, right, right. <laughs> exactly. Like I feel it coming. So cold, cold. What's the thingy? What's the the just common cold? Common cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Chest cold. Yeah, chest like cold. That. Nah, just give me some um the, some halls defense drops and I'm good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm be good. Um, but yeah, that's I think that I mean I know we we went off on a little tangent, but that inspiration behind the things that you're saying, just riding around, seeing mm-hmm. the struggles of the everyday, um, inner city youth. And then just taking in the wisdom from your mom or the people around you. I think that's a great way to to um, inspire the things that you want to um, release through your music. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you use the music as a a gateway, mm-hmm. or you know, as a as a vehicle to make sure that the things that you believe is heard mm-hmm. and actually doing them. Right, and actually a lot of people doing don't the actually things. do yeah. them. Like I mean, if y'all don't know um, the um, the song that I was playing in the beginning of the show. It was a uh, black magic. Black magic, yeah. Black magic, and I think the song was dope because that's something I always uh, I preach. So my black queens, okay. you know, <laughs> always got to. I'm I'm a big em, I'm a big them up all the time. Like mm-hmm. even when we was talking about the Bob retreat, Boyb retreat, um, it was so many black queens there. Twenty to one ratio. You got to go next year. <laughs> For real. I mean, yeah, like, he kept saying that every day. We were, me and Dev was, was saying that like the, the, the boy Dev, not the girl Dev. Not, not, yeah, nah, not pharmaceutical girl, Yeah, dad. not pharmaceutical. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to pharmaceutical dad. Yeah, that's, that's your new that's name. Your new I'm name. changing her name yeah. on my phone. <laughs> so pharmaceutical dad. Yes. Yo, we're going to put the clip up. And yeah. We're going to tag yeah. her in it on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, But nah, we were just turning left and right because it's like, dang, it's so many black women here mm-hmm. doing their thing. They got the yeah. most power. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. In the world, they got the no, most power. For real. We do everything for them. So some people smoke weed because she smoked weed. Some people would dress a type of way mm-hmm. because that's what she liked. Some people would act like they're a thug or a gangster because that's, she liked that. Because she wrote that on social media and oh, let me let me switch up and do that. Mm-hmm. We pay for sex sometimes. I'm gonna take you out to eat because this is 
I want to. Yeah, I, I, I want this. The power I want of this. the yoni. The yoni. And you know then, shout out is, to the. Huh? You know what the yoni is? Nah, what's that? You got to put them. Okay, I'll put, put them on real quick. The yoni is the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> the universe. The yoni-verse. Because everything in the universe comes from the yoni. Mother Earth. Yeah, I agree. You I know? agree. So yeah. The yoni. The yoni is um, it's the almighty. It definitely is. That's, that's yeah, but. That. Oh, yeah. And yeah, but women period black women period music from music even politics a lot of stuff a lot of people would go at like michelle obama is a, a good example um, yeah yeah what she, she says download what, what's the yeah engineers she's trying to she's she did more for me in my opinion she did more than than obama did in that whole mm-hmm. eight years just for absolutely no, not even yeah. like she was doing stuff behind the scenes, mm-hmm. building programs, going, touching students, talking to them, um, building schools, all this type of stuff. Thing. Yeah. So to me, she did way more than she did. I kind of feel like. As, as she should. I think. I the, think she did what he couldn't do. He couldn't he do. was so yeah. in the forefront exactly. and people was on his back that she held them down as, exactly. at their, as what their core values are. And then look at Gucci and how he, he switched around. Mm-hmm. That's all. because. Yeah. His girl, his his wife, absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. Oh, I like I like that. I like that. Um, those connections because that those are very true and powerful connections. Um, to the black woman. In Actually, her. Kanye talks about this on his album. Oh, yeah, I gotta listen to Kanye's album. Word, yeah, I gotta yeah. listen. He to talk. The album. He like he's he, one of his songs is like, yo, if she hold you down, like you gotta hold that down. Right, exactly. Like for that's a fact. No matter what nobody think, no matter how nobody like mm-hmm. how nobody feel, if you know what that relationship is and you know that that's a rock. Nigga, you better get behind that. Exactly. That's that's a fact, Kanye. I need to see your album, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Shout out to Kanye. I, I, I mean, just it's him a slight side though, because he still kind of pisses me off. But I, listen, I like I, need I my like the girl album. Him, so I'm gonna chill on him right now. <laughs> <laughs> you said you ready to dethrone him? Yeah. I, 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 I feel you, but I listen. The music, the art, put him the, on the throne. I like it. I can't unlike some shit. So yeah, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait on him. You gonna wait on him? I'm gonna wait on him. Um, all right, so uh, your visuals. So you got a lot of visuals mm-hmm. on YouTube, um, and a lot of them are interesting. Like the one, um, I forget which one it was when you was in the park and you was changing. Oh, you was, free ninety nine. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Or even the um, cause the uh four ninety. Oh, four ninety east in November. In November, mm-hmm. and that one where you wasn't even in the video, mm-hmm. but the visuals was of the dude working out, mm-hmm. and this is that his mm-hmm. gym. Uh, no, it's not his gym. He's a personal trainer. Uh, he's my best friend, and we've been rocking since I f- middle school. I um, I I think that's dope because you're putting on somebody else through the lens of your music. Like mm-hmm. that's why I said you are literally like it's so many different things that Drake go shit. under mm-hmm. your, yeah that, that go under your name. And it was like, dang, he not in the he not in the actual mm-hmm. video, but he's putting him on. Like if another if, thing about black women. I want it. His shirt is all for a reason to get women to look at the video. Yeah, because mm-hmm. what it, women is like, they get music more popping than male because male is not gonna buy it. A woman is gonna buy your music before a male. So I'm like, let me put this him in the video. Plus, it's a good look for him. Right. Plus, I'm not. It's a good idea. It's so, a win win. Yeah. That's Why that not? building at that Wall Street. Nah, I feel you. I, I, th- I feel so, like it's a lot of that happening in Rochester right now. Everybody trying to pull their team together and mm-hmm. pull their team up, and I'm I'm feeling it. We just need like a big networking situation. No, mm-hmm. that's a fact. Meetup.com. We, mm-hmm. we just need to yeah. Find <laughs> out. I got my, that. that's crazy because my therapist actually mentioned that to me on time. Meetup.com. She's like, you should 
And then I heard about it at I got that gym. Yeah, I was like, I got oh, that gym I, should keep, I really should use it. Um, <laughs> so the idea is, how do you get the ideas for your visuals? Uh, as I'm making it, I usually get the visual. As I'm right, as I'm making the song, so I'm just rapping the song, whatever. I can see exactly what I'm talking about. So if I can't get it done, like we limited the things that we can and can't do. Mm-hmm. If I can't get that done, I will have an alternative of what I can do for the visual. And that's basically how I come up with the idea. And then the words I'm saying, I want to put them in the visual. That's basically, that's it. So do you write down no. the idea no. of the visual? Mm-hmm. No. And the I'm person that you. do the videos, she be mad at me that I don't write. That I just go and tell you her. Go. Oh, you blah, tell blah, her blah. what to do as you go. Mm-hmm. You know who no, you I'm want in it, and that's about it. Yeah. I feel you okay. on that one because it's nah. I'm just trying. I know to get how you. I want it. I know, like even videos. She does the camera, but I I help direct as well, even editing. So, oh yeah, nah. You you got yeah, it. You got, got to. You can't just any, sit there. You got to be represented yeah. the, say, in, the way you want to be. If you look at any like um Rapture on um Netflix, mm-hmm. I haven't watched none of them. I keep I when, keep forgetting about. Yeah, it. when I was even watching um Logics, he um. In the choreography or in the show show rehearsal or anything, mm-hmm. it's like nah nah turn that down, turn that down. Y'all need to go this way. Y'all need to do this way. Even though he not dancing, it's like no, I want I see it this mm-hmm. way. So this is the way and that mm-hmm. need to be. And that's your identity. Thing. But yeah, that's exactly you. You got to be like that. You got to be involved to the point where it's like you directing it and you saying nah, I want this. I want this edited out. Mm-hmm. This is how I want it. Now you need to move that over there. Even like, with so music, it make it the mix. Hmm? To be authentic. Yeah, you of course. To, you have to. I'm just not about to be nobody idea. Mm-hmm. All mm-hmm. my all my videos, all my music is me. It's my idea. It's my vision. And that's that. Okay. I love it. Um. Okay. So, um, the hip hop culture. I just want to touch on that for a second because mm-hmm. even in your videos, you got a lot of culture. The hip of the culture in your mm-hmm. in your videos. So, um, I, I know one video. I've watched a ton of them. Um, before the interview. One of the videos you in the train yard and you got a lot of the graffiti. Um, uh, I think it was towards the end of the video. Uh, four ninety East in November. Four ninety. Okay, so you had the, you had the graffiti in there, and then you had the one where y'all was at the reservoir. Um, uh, was, ain't trying to hear it. That one. Um, what was the girl? The dancing, girl. The she was dancing. Uh, Brianna. She looked familiar, but I couldn't. Yeah, I like, she I went to soda. Um, I went to which, when she graduated. Fourteen, I think. She a lot younger than me, like fourteen, maybe. Well, she looked familiar, so 15. I've probably seen her before. She is that's why I was looking, class murder sister, little sister. Oh, okay. Hmm. I don't know if that ring a bell or anything. And she danced in a group called Forty Nine something. Yeah, or? she looked familiar. Well, shout out to her, but um, <laughs> yeah, shout out to her. I, I've seen her before, but I can't think of where. But you had the dancing in there, and mm-hmm. obviously you got the MCing in there. Um, mm-hmm. and obviously production is the you know all that stuff but how does how have the culture even though you didn't really listen to a lot mm-hmm. of the rap how have the culture influenced you to go that rap route into and infusing the rap and being an MC with everything else that you want to do because what you want to do is not just limited to being a rapper mm-hmm. it's everything else like i'm using this as a vehicle to go and do everything else that i want to do mm-hmm. uh it's not that i didn't listen to rap it took me about like i would hear it like my mom, she buys like to this day she buys albums and play it, and she's not even listening. She's just playing it just because she just like the beat or she just mm-hmm. like the music. So I hear it, but I'm not really grasping exactly what's going on. So you weren't really a fan of anybody in particular, like right now or back then. Back then. Oh yeah, I was definitely. Okay. Like my first album I picked up was Illmatic. 
Okay. I picked that up. And I used to look nice. at Yeah, I, I used to like, who is this? Like, who is this baby in the cover <laughs> or whatever? I used to always throw it, whatever. Second album I ever picked up was Juvenile. Um, was that? 500 Degrees, 400 Degrees. Mm-hmm. I picked that up. I didn't know what that was. And I used to shoot that around. So I used to, I was around it, but my dad wouldn't, he don't like hip hop. He's real old school. He's Motown. He's yeah that type of. Oh, okay. Yeah, you yeah. said that. That's that why you listen to a lot of those. Yeah, a lot of beef. So I, and then he'll be around, so I can't play rap. He'll cuss me out or whatever. Right. So I used to just turn on Jay Brown to make his ears feel whatever. Mm-hmm. Even though I really want to listen to what my brother listening to, but whatever. So it's not like I didn't listen to it. I listened to it. But and then as I grow okay. up, grew up, I listened to it more and then I studied. So uh, college, I used to study. I have an artist I study each month and I just study that. Or when I even here now, I'll go and study and listen to interviews, watch interviews, how they act. Or I'll go to concerts. I don't go to concerts and listen to the music or none of that. I go to see how they perform. Mm-hmm. And so when I, whenever I perform, let me see what I can do to make this show better. Like Chris Brown, I go there and I look at his show, look how he performed, and look at old um, performances from NWA or something like that. Right, right. Now I try to mix it together and see all this, what they was doing back then and now and if I ever get that big, what I want to do and what I want to mix into it. So dancing, uh, what's that, the 70s, 80s? Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to watch a lot of old movies as well. So Breaking is an old- Yep, um, Breakdancing. Breakdancing, yeah. So or that was like one of my movies too, one of my favorite movies. So I always loved dancing. I can't dance for nothing, but I just love the art of dancing. It's the art. Like right, right. They can tell a whole story. I even watched Bring It. I don't know if y'all know what Bring It is. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. With Miss D and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will watch them just because how much I love dancing and how talented all them little kids is. Um, ABDC. I don't know if y'all remember that. Mm-hmm. The America Best Dance Crew. Yep. I used to watch that all the time. And they used to be fire. They used to fire. Me and my best friend used to go back. Especially the Asians. They used the to, they used yeah, to the shut down. Pop, pop yeah. blocking. <laughs> so oh. I always love dancing So I'm like You know what I'm gonna throw some dancing in here Just cause This video Is just us having fun Because that's the type of This is the type of vibe I'll get from it mm-hmm. Right right Just having fun And I'm gonna throw dancing in there Just to Change The narrative of Us hanging around Listening to music Whatever So that's why I did that Um, What was the other question? No, nah, I was just saying, how did the culture influence oh, you and Jim? So, studying that, studying how hip-hop started. Um, so, you like to sell a a, a vibe. So, the vibe, vibe. of that video was we a, chilling, we, and sometimes you break out and dance when you... It's a different... Okay. No, nah, not that. It's just the difference between rap and hip-hop. To me, uh, hip-hop is a culture. So, yeah. what they was doing, what Public Enemy and all them was doing, that's hip-hop. That's me going mm-hmm. to the community, touching that, what, touching people, whatever... That's hip hop. Hip hop is just not me making a song, and that's it. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. or rap is a is rap a, is a is an aspect of exactly. the hip hop culture. So hip hop is also uh, speaking, uplifting people, and having so that's what I, that's what I meant by music. the video. So mm-hmm. it was it was meant to uplift and say, yeah, we hanging out, we yeah, chilling, you know. Exactly. And this is a young girl who can dance type can, of, exactly. you know, just trying to show that hip hop is more than just. That weed, right like, in the yeah. car, we riding down the street. It's all of a sudden some random ass mm-hmm. shootout. Like that's what I was saying. From yeah, yeah, video vibe mm-hmm. with the girl just dancing at the end. I thought that was a nice touch, and mm-hmm. that was kind of some 
Spike Lee type. You know how Spike Lee put random ass shit? That, <laughs> you know, like, but it worked. It had the cut scene. It was like, oh, who's this girl? Mm-hmm. There's a whole bunch of dudes. What's going on here? Yeah, <laughs> right, right. And she's just dancing. Yeah. And then you get to it like, oh, shit, get it. All right, all right. I see. Okay. And, and, it, and it, what it did is it, it created a different aspect of the video. Because mm-hmm. when it started off, it's just y'all, your boys and everything. Mm-hmm. You rapping and doing all that stuff. Then when it cut to the girl, it was like, oh. And you listen to the words at second. that point. So then you start, you start kind of diving deeper into the visual mm-hmm. and then diving deeper into the lyrics so then because she's dancing even towards the end where you it looked like the video is about to end and i go to see like where it's at and it's still like a good amount left <laughs> and it switched the scene so then she was dancing by herself on that side well she mm-hmm. was dancing by herself either anyway but when it switched it's like dang well what's going on now yeah i wanted her you know to have saying? her shine i want her i didn't want none of us to be in that's a fact the scene no let I'm, her I'm, let her rock i feel you on that one that's what it did and it kept you engaged because she wasn't just dancing that on that one angle. She switched it because it, it it was almost like y'all was done, and then now everything was just her. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, it was with them on the on. That's the, how I explained it to her. I'm like, yeah, let this be her solo because it's it's like a a pause with the beat, whatever. Mm-hmm. Right, right. It's not really a pause, but it's a pause. Yeah. And it's like no rapping or nothing. I'm like, let that be her solo. I don't want us in it. Nothing. Just let that be her. And that's how I wanted. It, it to brought be. it all together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I that, that was dope. That was dope. Um, so changing gears real quick before I go to your top five. You gotta think about your top five because we gonna no, end got that. on that. Mm-hmm. All right. I got that Bet Drake versus Pusha. Which is perfect e. for today's episode. Thank you for giving us this content and giving us something to talk about on our way and listen to and dissect <laughs> Drake and Pusha T. Because y'all made our ride way more interesting because they I kept sleeping every five. Well, what y'all think? Apparently. What you think about the beef? First of uh, all, first of all, before you even speak on that one, what is rap beef now? Because, you know, back in the mm-hmm. day, rap beef was more so I'm better than you and I'm about to show you I'm better than you by mm-hmm. my rhyme schemes, by my wordplay, by, you know, just the skill of rap. Now it's more so it's going to more so to the personal side. Like he was touching and he even said it. He was like, you know, you never you really don't touch the kids, but I don't care. Wasn't, like, it, now, po- wasn't it personal before? It was. Uh, I mean, it was. When, but when it, it was hit still, the 90s. Yeah. When it hit the 90s with Big and Pac, it and was more. N.W.A. N.W.A. It was more personal. But. Even then, it was certain things that they didn't touch on. Like, yeah, like they was really speaking like for real. Like when uh, Pac said he smashed his wife, he really did smash his wife. So mm-hmm. it wasn't it wasn't like I'm disrespecting you. No, I'm telling you allegedly. what happened. It's allegedly, allegedly. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, that's like, what they what they saying. So, this stuff is allegedly true. And you know, because Faith keeps she, she denies it. So she gone. She gone. <laughs> but so, what is rap now? Like through your lens, what is rap beef now? Uh, what's going on with Drake and Push? I love it. Rap beef now is not the 90s. It's not 2000. It's not 50 and J. I mean, what's his name? Ja Rule. Ja Rule, yeah. Uh, it's not 50 and J. It's not 50 and the locks. It's not the locks versus Diddy. It's not Jay that. Nas. It's not, yeah. It's not none of that. But what they're doing is pretty close. It's like the closest we're going to get to yeah. that. So rap beef. A lot of people is making it, trying to make it soft. Like I seen Joel saying he went too far. I seen um, a couple other people on Instagram saying he went too far. I don't think he went too far at all. If this you, is, yeah, no. If you went, if you listen to Drake, he talks about his wife and his brother. Once you touch his wife, it's, you're yeah. done. Like it's nothing more. You can. That's his family. Yeah, it's nothing more. So you, do you no think rap back. has become soft now since you see people saying it? Yeah, too I far? think. Yeah, yeah. I mean. I fucked your bitch. 
fat motherfucker. Like, right. Nick, that's mad disrespectful. Right. Yeah, he was talking about. That's he the said, first off, fuck your bitch. <laughs> right. And, and the click, click you claim. No like, Vaseline. <laughs> no Vaseline <laughs> by Ice Cube. That's like yeah. one of yeah. the most disrespectful. Yeah. Um, Jay, uh, Jada Kiss and Benny Single. That was crazy. That was crazy too. Yeah. Fifty and Ja Rule, they was going at 50 it. Fifty is ruthless. <laughs> like he don't give a and fuck. And Fifty and Rick Ross, like he yeah, yeah. recording his baby mm-hmm. mom, mm-hmm. And, and, yeah. and now they talking about this. He just posted a picture to yeah, with his baby mom in the club. Yeah, he wild. And she sued him for seven million dollars, mm-hmm. but. <laughs> yeah, he had the club with her, but he had the club with her after it all. But I think Wild it's for bankruptcy. It's getting saw. I think it's it's getting saw, especially from Joel's. Like you're from that era. You from yeah, Kim and Hove. Hove stopped the track just to talk about. I mean, Kim started to stop the track just to talk about Hove. That was on um, "Gotta Love It" with Max B. Well, I feel like I feel like um, Joel's come from a different time. Not even a different time. Just a different background. So like in the streets, you know, there's certain things that you just don't touch on. So I but feel like we're pushed from. But they was doing push it back from, yeah, when they was in the streets. Push street. is forty two. Yeah, 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 yeah. He pushing cocaine and stuff like well, that. Well, maybe they had different rules in his. <laughs> like maybe on his block, they, they could kill. talk about. You know what I'm saying? Because even I was reading on um on um hip hop news that um Pusha was talking to somebody about like he digging deep trying to figure out something about drake i forget exactly what oh the logo the yeah. uh scary hour yeah logo. yeah yeah so it's like he going and he talking to people setting up interviews like yo give me this dirt on this dude so i can go and i think he already down. got enough like he's I'm, just getting more i think <sighs> i think because he's he said it in the song it's always back some layers. crazy shit with drake remember when didn't meek say he got peed, he got on, peed on and yeah. then diddy was like yeah i don't know nothing about that but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 gonna yeah, stay yeah. neutral. Yeah, yeah I'm, no, I'm neutral. I don't, I don't want to take away any future opportunities. <laughs> All I'm saying is nothing about that. It's always like, some wild shit being said in a rap battle when it comes to Drake. It is. It it they say some wild. I mean, how a nigga said you got peed on and people not saying it didn't happen. I don't know nothing about that. Shout out to Drake. Yeah, I fuck, I fuck with him, but we I don't collab I, ain't, I ain't getting peed on. It's enough for me, dog. So what? So you you like this this beef going on? This back I like and forth. It. Yep, you I like it. what's going on. I love. Um, it. who's winning so far? Um, Push had the latest release. So who's winning so far? Uh, I will say Push is winning. Right I agree. Now. You think I Drake agree. even gonna come back after? Um, the thing that got to me <laughs> was I was I am one of Drake's biggest fans, so I always go back to. You diss me, you never get a reply for it. So when I hear him saying that, and then I see him reply, that's like, what, 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 what are we doing? Yeah, I yeah. thought you don't. We don't get replies. <laughs> I, right, exactly. So I don't know if you're gonna reply back to this. I push said he's put like a hundred k up for information on push. That's what he wrote on Twitter. I don't know why you're not he on Twitter. Put, he put a hundred k up. That's I, what I'm, push we, said. We, I'm, we, I'm, I'm, I don't know. Get on Twitter. Yeah, I, I, was, I, was <laughs> I don't know nothing about that. That's what push said. So. I don't know. I don't know if he's gonna respond. Dang, I'm about to. Are you a fan of Push? Yo, Push said that he a transgender. Can I get that hundred (laughs) k? No, no. All right. I do like Drake. I think that he's great at what he does. Mm -hmm. But I don't think this a Meek Mill situation. Nah, Meek. He Drake was. um, He's on top of his game right there. Meek's on tour. Not much you can do. Mm-hmm. He's in album mode. That was when views is coming out. Yeah, that yep. shit was so, fire. Yeah, so that shit. Was he's already. Fire. He's already. His mind is already. Mm-hmm. Once you in that mode, mm-hmm. you just keep you going. Just keep going. Yeah. Keep going. Keep going. So well, he, he is putting something out though. Yeah, he's putting out what 
um, Scorpion. Yeah. So he's yeah. in that mode, but what Push did, Meek didn't do. Nah. And then he explained himself about the blackface like yesterday, mm-hmm. last night or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. I what did was see that? that? Can you I give us a, a rundown? Because I didn't, I seen that he posted something on Instagram, but I don't I don't have the, the time to go and be like, okay, well, what did he say? And I'm going to. Basically, he was saying it was him and his best friend. They was doing a photo shoot and he was trying to portray um, how black actors get portrayed in the industry, the acting industry. It was a photo nope, shoot don't cut and it. a photo I'm, shoot for a uh, brand, and the brand is no, don't that, cut it. It was for the brand. It was actually Drake idea the whole time. Okay. Don't cut it. But he's a, but the pictures were associated with because it's the, on a gym yeah. a Jim Crow clothing line a clothing line called Jim Don't Crow. cut it. Mm-hmm. You know you should know your history. I was taken aback by the word by the the clothing line being named Jim a lot, Crow. Yeah, a lot of people were saying that in the beginning, like yeah, that's just they you know people always trying to defend. So um, yeah, no, so no. They were saying that, but it's, that's not true. But they, that they even came out and said it's not true. What's not true? That that photo shoot was for a day brand. Oh, yeah, well, he just it, picked that clothing for the mm-hmm. idea he was trying to bring to life. I just I, I, I just still, can't wear anything called Jim. That's weird. Well, that's even then, I just, who said I'm, gonna, I'm about to give me a clothing line? I'm gonna name it Jim Crow. Well, my thing is, even when I was what? on Facebook, because you know I get all my content from Facebook. Yeah, you on Facebook? Um, <laughs> you love Facebook. Um. The the person that shared was like, oh well, Drake just explained it, so y'all need to go and watch it. They act, they made it seem as if he justified, mm-hmm. like successfully justified why he had the blackface on, but that's not a good justification. No. Like if you you trying to portray people in the in the film industry by being wearing a blackface, yeah, that yeah, that no, no sense. there's like no a, way. I'm neutral, there's but you neutral, you know, you neutral. I, Drake, he ain't talking about what, you. What I, so, Drake, so, that was me talking. That, so that was, do you you so do you separate the artist from? Like the person from the art, oh, or are they one and the same? Definitely, okay. yes. Because you might your favorite artist, you meet them and they asshole. Then what? Yeah, yeah. You're not going to listen to their music no more. So mm-hmm. I definitely, it's two different things. So if you're you've only got a good personality, but your music good, I forget the music, but your personality suck. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna bother. So yeah. Do you and separate then, yourself from the music? Do you uh, have a different personality when you? You know, in your room by yourself with all the lights off, recording all your music, or do you have? Are you the same person when you in the booth when you outside the booth? I'm different because I'm I I'm usually just sitting back watching everybody else. Like I don't smoke or drink, mm-hmm. so that's not something I'm gonna talk about. But um, in my music, but I'll sit back and crack jokes all day on the drunk people. Or on the drunk people. <laughs> on the drunk people. On the drunk people. On the drunk people. <laughs> <laughs> and I just sit I'm I'm laid back. I, that's all I do. No, I feel just, you. I get that vibe. Yeah. I get that vibe. Hmm. Well, you know, your music I, definitely not laid back. Yeah, a lot of people say, yo, you a whole different person. I mm-hmm. mean mm-hmm. I'm not supposed to go in there and get I'm like, no, right, I'm right. supposed to Nah, you gotta go and spit. You yeah. gotta go and But that's separating yourself from your business. We learn that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You gotta have a personal brand, but you gotta mm-hmm. have that professional brand. Um so what's next? Moving forward, you said you got a new project coming out. So let's go through yeah, the process. What's in the future for Magic Gretzky? Yeah, let's go through the process of you creating a new project mm-hmm. and then just going in and, and executing. And when you finish the project or you finish the song mm-hmm. and you go and you play it back, how do you determine? Because I know artists, they have a big playlist of songs mm-hmm. and then they like, I like this song, I like this song, I like this song, I got this concept or I got this idea for the 
um, for the project. So mm-hmm. I want to pull these. I want to create some new ones, and I want them to flow this way. So how do you go through that whole process when you're coming up with a new project? So we're going to start with the first project. That was Home for the Holidays. Um, I was making that. I was just making music throughout the whole year, not noticing that when all that the music. That was 2015, okay. December 16, 2015. So when I was making music that year, all the music was relating to each other. So that was the year of the drive-by shooting mm-hmm. and a whole bunch of other stuff. So when you listen to that, always get, yeah, this a, it feel like a holiday album. Like that's because I'm talking about holidays, being home. Cause I was just coming back home from college. So mm-hmm. that's another reason why I called it Home for the Holidays. So all that music I was making, I'm like, oh, shit, I got a project right here. Boom, put the project out. Uh, Three Sides of the Story. That's um, a project of me talking to Tupac and his, his interviews and me. I was making music, but I was listening to Tupac. Like I said, I study people. So I, was, I don't know why I was in the Tupac zone at that moment. So I'm looking at his interview. I'm like, damn, he's saying the same thing that's going on right now. Mm-hmm. So all the music I was making, like, Three Ninety Nine is off three, um, the three sides of the story. Yeah, and he was talking about um, how we not free and Trump and this and that. Greedy is another song. I made a video for it. That's yeah, I seen that. That's the one with the yeah. with the uh, TV. The TV right? Yeah, 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 and yeah. He was talking about how Trump is greedy and how we got he has skinheads outside his house. Blah blah blah. So I'm like, oh, basically, I can make his interview make have his interview as his perspective mm-hmm. my song is my perspective and then you come up with your own perspective that's why it's three sides of the story and that's life three sides of the story that's dope. yours mine and then the truth and, yep. so whatever your truth is about the whole topic of being free being black and being free right i don't think we're free at all so when i'm saying that like we can we can't go to another country and not look like what, what are he doing here Mm-hmm. A white person can go over there and they would, yeah, here's this, that, that. They taking pictures and all type of crap. We can't go to South Korea or North Korea and go be a tourist like some of them did before. We can't do that. No. Dennis Rodman did it because he liked Dennis, Dennis, Dennis Rodman, but we can't go. Because he liked Dennis Rodman. <laughs> <laughs> nah, seriously. He does. We can't he go him. over there and just cool mm-hmm. out and do that. That's right, what I'm saying. Right. We not we can't. Some parts of Africa, we shit, can't they're go. They're not free there. Shit, they own people. Ain't free. They no, not, that's yeah, a fact. Some of them not. That's a fact. Some parts of Africa, we can't go mm-hmm. in Cuba. Some white people can go, and they may look at them as, oh, they trying to help us. Yeah, because mm-hmm. of the media, how they the betray. Stigma. Exactly. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying we not free at all. We never going to be free. Mm-hmm. So Pac got his own. I got mine, and then greedy. America is greedy as hell. So mm-hmm. they getting every penny out your pocket so that's what basically what that's about and how jobs like they would slave you make your knees bad your ankles all that and you won't get nothing out of get it. mad at you for calling exactly right so that's what all that's about and he have his own perspective so when i was making all that within that same year like, oh shit i got a project and i can just put these tupac interviews from 94 93 and put them together there you go. That's a, a dope concept. So the new project is Playhouse. So if you go back, each um, both of those projects, like two, three features. That's from features I was working with, like um, Triple Threat. It was this girl I know I was comfortable making music with or whatever. 
guy I knew. I was comfortable making music with him. So it's like, I think he on one track, on one, two, both projects. He's have he have two tracks on each one. So I'm like, you know what? I need to do more features with people. I need to branch out. Some people say, yo, uh, you know, such and such. Yeah, why y'all make music? Blah blah blah. I don't know. We just don't do it. I just go in the booth, make this song, whatever. And that's what what I, that's what I come up with. So I'm like, you know what? It's time for me to branch out, reach out to people. People always say, yeah, I like this song, I like the video. I'm like, all right, let's let's network now. Let's what you who you know, what I know, what kind of what what do you know about music that I can learn from? Because everybody's a teacher. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter how old you are. That's a fact. So if we can learn from each other and make music at the same time, why not? So basically, Playhouse is me not being so conscious no more. I do like to have fun. So this is all about having fun, making music and having fun. Because I used to, like, Triple Threat, that was me having fun, making me. It was nothing, no contact. It just mm-hmm. me having fun. So that's what this whole project is about, features and having fun. So you've been putting layers music. out of yourself. Mm-hmm. That's Exactly. So each album is a different Mm-hmm. part of you that's fire i i as you was talking i was listening I, I was listening and i was um i was hope i was listening i was listening and i was playing the kevin hart uh it was a kevin hart interview that he was doing on one of the shows in new york in which he was saying like everything that i do all my shows are it's it's planned out mm-hmm. they don't i don't just sit down and be like okay i'm gonna do the show in two years it's like the things that's going on in my life and how I'm feeling at mm-hmm. that time is where my shows come from. So seriously, funny, uh, grown little man, irresponsible. Mm-hmm. They, they all came from something that happened in my life. Yeah, I don't. And, I can't do that. I don't know. I don't know how I can like writing. I don't know how to write at all. I just know going to booth and do that. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna make an album about grass. So each song I'm gonna talk about the seed. Then I'm gonna talk about how to water it. Then no, I can't do that because my mind is everywhere. Like I'm gonna talk about the seed. Never say how to water it. (laughs) My mind everywhere. So I might, I might go in the booth one day, and sex might be in my mind. I'm gonna make a song about sex. I'm going the next the next day. Um, driving the car might be in my mind. I'm gonna write a. That's yeah, that's exactly you. how it goes. I feel you. But most of the time, when I'm in that like playhouse, I'm in that mode. Is just I want to have fun. Yeah. Sometimes I drift off like, oh shit, this nigga done fucked up. Let me talk about Trump. Blah blah blah. <laughs> <laughs> let me talk about Trump. <laughs> let me let me make a song about Trump yeah, or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So I do stuff like that. But I know like I really want to have fun. Like that's my mm-hmm. main objective in my mind. So you know what I think that kind of speaks to us with everything that we have going on in mm-hmm. the country right now taking that time to step back from that stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if you having fun and you partying and you, you know, you, you're taking time to, for your mental health and you having mm-hmm. a good time does not mean that you're, you're not quote unquote woke or mm-hmm. you don't know what's going on. Exactly. Your third eye is not open. It's just, sometimes you have to take a step back because regardless of the fact of whether you on 20, on a 24 hour news cycle or mm-hmm. not, the shit is happening. Exactly. No, so take a breath. I can't, I can't stop it. So mm-hmm. I just want to have fun. That's, that's a that's good what... transition. I think from your, yeah, from your last project definitely. to this one. And it shows, crazy growth <laughs> thank you and i wish you success that's gonna be dope thank you i appreciate it you keep us in mind when you yeah, blow up yeah. like <laughs> listen, you can always was, come back you're not a friend of the like, show i feel so. like this was the dopest interview you did so mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> yeah, I, I ain't throwing no shade and nobody else <laughs> but this but, is introspective insight yeah, introspective insight so. on a whole nother level i ain't <laughs> i ain't making you censor yourself 
You know what I'm saying? I ain't mm-hmm. make you uncomfortable. You mm-hmm. got the vibes, everything. The mm-hmm. vibes is good. Yeah, I'm loving it. Um, I, I, and then of course, if you want to come back, just let us know. Mm-hmm. Hit the DM, text, whatever the case. Um, before we get out of here, I need your top five. I need your um, top five. When I do top fives, I put Big and Tupac as one. You can't. I can't do that. It's mm-hmm. Big one day, then two. I can't do that. So I do. Big okay, we pop. got. Well, you know what? They did an unreleased song together, so I'm gonna call them a group. So yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna call them a group. So, so I do. Uh, big pop one. That's one. one. No particular order. If you want to order them, you can. Oh, no okay. Order. Big pop, Nas, Hov, Three Stacks. The fifth one always the toughest one, but pun is my last. Big pun. One. Yeah. Mm. I've never heard anybody say pun. Really? Pun no, I've heard pun before. Pun that's and a, then sometimes it's big L. Sometimes it might be Ooh. ghost. It might be Ray. Is the that, tribe not that after? fifth one? Do the tribes fall in your top ten? Tribe, nah. Really? Because Wu Tang, you got Ghost, you got Meth, and you got Ray. So that's so, three right there. Yeah, I'm already at five. But I mm-hmm. just told you with pun. That's what. Well, nah, Wu Tang is one. You take one Tang, you get all of them. <laughs> you, get one tang. you get one Tang, you get all of them. So they're a group like like um, Pac and Biggie. Yeah, yeah, they're group like I take groups it's together. So like I can't because Ray is better than Ghost to me. And then I got the Locks, and then I got Styles, Kit, no Styles, Chic, and then Kiss. I don't have Kiss being first like a lot of people do. Well, yeah, but you still, I'm, I'm just going to put the locks in there. because <laughs> I, They cover all of them and then, mm-hmm. because and then in no got, particular order. And then DMX might take that fifth spot. So it's, He was dope. Yeah. I, I, X was dope. <laughs> but I just, I, the way I put I put my top five together or my top ten together is, is through influence. So if mm-hmm. another rapper that came after you was like, I listen to this The Tribe thing. or mm-hmm. I listen to Big or I listen to Pac or I listen to Jay and this is how I created my identity, then you have to be somewhere in the upper tier because your music is the ones that actually inspired or your in- your inspired the next generation. Yeah, or mm-hmm. your flow actually inspired it. But I respect it. I mean, I don't I don't really got no arguments besides tribe gotta be up there. So, you know, like <laughs> but the, you a big tribe fan? The tribe. I love the tribe. Well, I I I'm my dad was kinda like your dad, but he he listened to hip hop. Mm-hmm. But it was a it was a time to where he stopped listening to hip hop. He only listened to his old school. Old school. Yeah, so, my dad didn't listen so at all. Past probably 94 wow he did not listen to anything past 94 so it was 94 and below so i listen to 80s rap you mm-hmm. know I, I listen to 90s rap early 90s rap i still do to this day mm-hmm. because again i like concept albums and mm-hmm. a lot of that's the all albums that's right there concept albums the golden era and the different right the golden era even i listen to golden era um radio on apple music mm-hmm. but I don't know. I just feel like those those Big Daddy Kane and and um and, um Tribe and Kooji rap and a lot of those those older groups they paved the way for you know I mean Big and Pac was different because they literally they came in on their own their own pedestals mm-hmm. and they went that's why they went at each other because it was on their own pedestals they was, they was both at the top though. yeah yeah they came in at the top which was crazy but but you know what's oh my fault you know what's crazy thing is Snoop was actually bigger than Pac. Yeah, he was. Nobody no, knew. Absolutely. Nobody well, meant that, he but was. he was bigger than Pac. Absolutely. While Pac was alive. Absolutely. It was just Pac. The message, the, though. The message, message Pac was pushing. He wasn't trying to That and then here. media, court, mm-hmm. all them court cases. And then Snoop had his murder case at the same time. So mm-hmm. See, I'm just getting into rap and going back. Because my dad is 
he just turned 53. Mm-hmm. So he listened to old schools and he really don't go past Pac. Like my dad old is a Pac fan. Dad, 90, like that's his Pac. That's all I grew up listening to. My dad don't go past Charlie Wilson and not solo <laughs> Charlie Wilson, the Gap Band mm-hmm. Charlie Wilson. So oh, that's yeah. as far as he going to go. Yeah, yeah my dad crazy. don't do that. He old and he from the South. So it's all... Yeah, it's, it's, Jen, mm-hmm. Iron, my dad's real R&B like he loved Keisha Cole and shit like my dad an R&B type of man <laughs> cause he from back you know he's old he old, old timer well we appreciate you hold on wait 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 what's, what's your top five my what's top your five, top five? Yeah. oh you you um our top five um, I'm gonna go with Big Big Pac Tribe um uh, M I put M, M up there M. and uh um there's too many people you can't. You just yeah, that's, can't. I know. I, that's what. Nah, that's why I, I don't put in orders. Um, did I say J already? Nah, you didn't say J. Yeah, you said Hov. I said Hov. Hov? Mm-hmm. I said Hov. Um, I'm gonna I'm go with uh Kendrick. Kendrick. My top five would be definitely Pac because my dad would kill me. <laughs> um, Biggie because I like. I mean, he's from New York, so that whole vibe. I mm-hmm. think New York music was just created after that. Mm-hmm. Um, J Cole. Cool. Every album he's ever come out with, every song, like that's my, I love him. Um, who else? <laughs> Top five. Cole. J. Cole. Andre 3000. Stacks. In love. Yeah, three stacks. Stacks. Like, and I didn't start listening to him to after the whole outcast phase fizzled. Like, I just started really getting into him. Um, and who else? My last person. Lyrically. It would have, it would. You know what? It would have to be Eminem because I like stories. Eminem, I thought you were gonna say okay. This, Hill. this, 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 what we gonna do? No, Lauren Hill is not a rapper. Oh, you ain't listened to our show last week. <laughs> nah, we talking about. I don't Lauren consider her to be a rapper. rapper. She's, she's a, a rapper. she's a guy. Like she's something Why else. Why not? Like she's on a whole. So what's three stacks? He's a whole nother three stacks. But no, he doesn't tier. compare to Lauren. Yes, I don't think. He, yes, that he whole does. speaker box. The second this is him it's singing and rapping. You ever seen um um school school of three thousand? Come on. I, just, I don't I can't I don't know Biggie for me sing. I can't compare anybody to Biggie was the one to Lauren that, mm-hmm. that well that Bone Thugs and Harmony but I see why she can be perceived that way but just to put her as a rapper I feel like that's it's extremely not just limiting to it's her. acknowledging that she was but her between her Andre Erica Badu they all have that so what's that Cole? a rapper Cole is a rapper he produced yes. he sings and but he I raps. ain't even I'm talking about and the he, sound like the sound when I first the first time I ever heard Lauren Hill I didn't think that she was a rapper. I didn't get that vibe from her that she was like out here spitting like because you didn't listen to her with the Fugees. Yeah, the Fugees. All she did was rap. I mean, she did harmonize in a lot of them and mm-hmm. a lot of like the the choruses. But in the Fugees, the Refugees, they. I don't um, know. I just never put it. She was, I'm obsessed. She was rapping. She her was, and she was rapping. Erica is like spitting. if I ever meet them. And I mean, she was Erica, spitting yeah, with with men like she was. That's why. But that's where I put her with. I feel like when that comes to the inspiration and. My life and what it's Erica Badu mm-hmm. and Lauren Hill, and I feel like they is just like we were talking about Big and Pac at the same. That's how they are, and there is no comparison. There is nothing to you connect can, them to. You can compare there is, Big and Pac. Though. There is no. You, yeah, you can compare Big and Pac. Okay, I'm 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 gonna make some revi- revisions. <laughs> Big and Pac is together. I got to put three stacks in there because I always say three stacks, and I've done these a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna put um to make room. I got to put uh Kendrick and Cole together. And I feel like Kendrick and Cole is the same as Big and Pac in this era. I love J. Cole. Is, I don't know. Twist. I always see what people say, but I don't know about that one. They're not there yet. Because Pac, like, he ran America, basically. Like, 
he's a revolutionary. Like, like he oh, yeah. tried to change the mm-hmm. world. Kendrick, I mean, Pimp a Butterfly was kind of that, but it's, it wasn't that. He's a great lyricist. He can story tell his ass off, but I don't see the I don't see the pop. He, he, he ain't he ain't he ain't tapping into that inner. I don't think yeah. he can. I don't think he. Ever we'll see. Will. Let, let's see. Let's see. Pac his next had a more of I don't give a now, fuck. Now, if his next it project, was, yeah. if his next project go like look at them left, mm-hmm. Pac ain't never. Well, all eyes on me was kind of like that. yeah. It, it, it's it, but it got the he still was talking. It that's because he got out of jail and he yeah. That's how he felt. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I understand. We'll see. Let's wait on his next project. We'll <laughs> come back. We'll reconvene and 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 say that because I mean, if you compare Big and and J Cole, it was still it's not. No, because Big, no, Big was is a straight, he yeah, he's That's what I'm saying. Lyricist. Right, right. But they kind of came up in the same mm-hmm. household because Big wasn't like poor or nothing. He mm-hmm. came in the middle mm-hmm. class. Yeah, cold. he was trying to find his, his yeah. way type thing. Mm-hmm. I love and then he sat on that stupid. He was mad at his dad. <laughs> I will be too. Oh, I left yeah, Hove out of my list. He's definitely, yeah. Oh, yeah, Hove. Yeah. Hove, Hove is in there. Hove is in there. But um, no Nas. I'm surprised y'all didn't say Nas at all. He's in my top. I didn't listen to Nas much. He's in my top ten. No, he's fire. He's in my top. Because my mom was obsessed with Jay Z, Mm -hmm. so that's what she was playing. And like I told you, my dad only fucked with Tupac, so I didn't really grow up listening to a lot. Like whatever's on the radio, certain Mm -hmm. songs. But yeah, Nas and Kendrick, not Pac and Kendrick. Yeah, I didn't listen to a lot of Nas growing up. (laughs) Like I said, I'm going back now and listening to old. Like I make that a mission to go back and listen to these old albums that people say like were. Iconic albums in the rap. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, Nomadic. I go, but I'm now listening to these things. Nomadic is one of those iconic albums Reason that you need doubt. to listen to. Even you gotta go back to Master P too, because he was fired. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was the only one to be a rapper, a basketball player, and a businessman. Mm-hmm. Like in the same time, all like he was. Yeah, he played in the NBA. He rapped rap. and he owned businesses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like he did everything. The rap snacks. That's bow. Oh, that's Romeo. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He definitely a mogul. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Hell yeah. Um, appreciate you for being on the show this I week. Think, thank y'all for um, having me. Hopefully you'll be back, um, especially not, yeah. when you release that new project. Mm-hmm. Let release us know. It on here exclusively. <laughs> we do releases. Y'all do releases? Yeah, the we, last rapper we, we had, part, he came on. Yeah, party it was favors. a release. Oh, it was Flamo. Release. Flamo, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, we, um, uh, I watched that. I watched that. Oh, you did? Yeah, I watched it. Oh, yeah, see, there you go. Oh, appreciate you. <laughs> but you're now a friend of the show. show. You could, you know. Right, you got on there. I mean, it took you long enough, but, you know, you done got on here and stuff. <laughs> um, but, yeah, appreciate you for coming on the show. You know, you're always welcome back. Appreciate um, it. We hope you guys listening, enjoyed the interview. I felt like this was like a Breakfast Club interview. Like, yeah, we didn't was... just talk about the artist. We talked about a whole bunch of different yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. We we found his identity for us, you know. <laughs> found the identity. He Figured you know, out how he mastered his music. Yeah, we learned he sit back and talk about all the drunk people. Yeah, we learned his story. We learned his story. I don't know. This has to be the best interview you've ever done, Magic Grits. You know, it, it, it's, it's it, up there. It has to be. It's up. It was more of a conversation than, "Hey, this." No, nah, we don't do that. Yeah. We don't do that around like a hard no. job interview or something. Like yeah, no, no, no. no. You, <laughs> once you come in here, it's this is the the pit. Yeah, it's lit. Um, but we're gonna get out of here. Bring that set of ears for next week's show. Shannon's not here, but he will be back next week. Shout out to Shannon. Wherever you are in the universe. Yeah, uh, the clean sweep, 616. Yes, do not forget to the come out. 
Come Thursday, through. Bro. Yeah, yes, I he, gotta look at my if, calendar. If, Shout out if, to if you, you for screenshot and then posting oh, my course. shit. I appreciate um, it. Come I mean, through I, if you can. I know that struggle of people coming. Yeah, they yeah. They would say they come in. And then and don't show up. up. It was yeah. one time a lot of people said they was coming. There's only two of us. Yeah. Damn. We still did it. Hell yeah. We're going to do it. We're doing it regardless. 616. And we did every, like, we'll go to the east side. We'll go to, we did every section of the other city. So we wasn't stopped. No, Hudson, even though we ain't from over there. We about to pick this trash. Yeah, we about to pick this trash. Yeah, you got to, you got to. But Mm -hmm. thank you for having all the introspective insight. It has been a pleasure to have you. Thank you. It was fun. Appreciate it. Uh, so you already know. Bring another set of ears for next week's show. Um, I am. Oh wait, wait. This is Reflex of Brands (laughs) Introspective Insight Talk Show. I am King Davdo, and this your favorite co-host, your girl C, and Shannon. Not here, so um, we love you. We all love you. You don't need no makeup. <laughs> Look better natural. Yeah. A fat ass might bring you cheddar, but what's the mind that's gonna make you better? Fake tits might make them sweat you, but a degree just like a sneeze, baby. You know God just motherfucking bless you. Don't know what I'll do without you. Brought me into this world, that pain, I can't never doubt you. There's things that they don't know about you. We live in a cruel world, beware, they gonna always doubt you. Like slick, you the ruler, more precious to you. Born a princess to grow up to be a beautiful queen. Do anything you ever put your mind to. That black magic, something real, that's why they lied to you. Don't let them tell you anything different. Don't let them tell you anything wrong. Embrace the skin, you walk in. Remember, dad, you so strong. Strong, strong, strong. Don't let them tell you anything different. Don't let them tell you anything wrong. Embrace the skin, you walk in. Remember, dad, you so strong. Strong, strong, strong. Come back next week.